The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, welcome to the show, everyone. Hope you're having a great day. So excited about our guest today. So I want to tell you why. You know, prior to our recent Section 503 of the Rehab Act, can you imagine that there was a company hiring people with disabilities since, guess when? 1998. Without being told to hire people with disabilities. They have been my partner since that day, and you know what? They have great leaders. They have great leaders that have stood up to, you know, take forward this initiative, and one of them, who I think so highly of, is with us today. John Cavanaugh, Vice President of Finance. Notice, Vice President. We, We don't have you know, junior people. We have Vice President of Finance with us. John, welcome to the show. Oh, hi, Joyce. It's uh, my pleasure, privilege to join you and your audience today. Well, it's exciting for me to have you with us today. Now, a lot of people listening to the show um, are not familiar, as I am, with CSC, so maybe you could start by telling our listeners about what services CSC provides and then a little bit about your role at CSC. Sure, sure. I'd be happy to, Joyce. See, CSC is a, a global leader of next-generation information technology services and solutions uh, our real focus has been specifically in the cyberspace, uh, big data, cloud computing, and, and mobile applications. Our mission really is to enable you know, superior returns on clients' technology investments through our best-in-class, our solutions, our domain expertise, and global scale. Uh, CSC's got approximately about 79,000 employees worldwide, and we reported revenue of about $13 billion in our most uh, recent fiscal 14 close, which was the end of March. Uh, I've been with the company uh, a little, little under a year. I started uh, July 8th uh, of last year. And in my role, I serve as the Chief Financial Officer, the Vice President of Finance for the North American Public Sector of CSC. Um, the North American Public Sector is, is approximately $4 billion entity. Uh, we serve customers in the federal, state, and the Department of Defense and intelligence markets. And really, my, my primary responsibilities are to ensure the, the accuracy of our financial statements and financial control systems. And additionally, I provide day-to-day leadership and oversight to a fantastic finance organization. So that, that's kind of what, what we do in, in my role in the organization, Joyce. Well, John, I want to thank you first, uh, having someone at your level on the show and being a leader and speaking out. You know, it's hard enough to get companies that understand this, let alone someone at your level taking time to be with us. So thank you very much. Uh, As you mentioned, 
As you mentioned, you're relatively new, but I know you've not only taken a big active role with Bender, advancing employment and career development uh, for CSC employees with disabilities. In addition, you are the Ability First Network, one of the group executive sponsors. I wondered if you could just take a minute or two and explain uh, to our audience, what it is, what is Abilities First Network, what is the mission, and what are some of the events and opportunities that this group has offered? Because I think that's good for companies to know that are thinking, gee, how can we work more with the disability community? So could you talk about that? Yeah, I, I would be absolutely delighted to. It's it's just a fantastic uh Organization. So, so the CSC Abilities First Network, it's our employee resource group for people with disabilities and their supporters at CSC. Our mission is, is really very straightforward. It's to provide a forum uh, where members of the, of the CSC disability community can, can network, uh, share information, and, and collaborate with the global CSC workforce while supporting CSC global diversity mission by creating awareness not about the disability, but the abilities of CSC employees with disabilities. Now, there's multiple objectives that we have uh, with this group uh, to include. Uh, we, we encourage CSC employees with disabilities to, to become actively involved in the work of CSC. Uh, we identify and develop ways in, in which information and, and communication technologies can benefit employees with disabilities. And we go a long way toward you know, encouraging networking, sharing of professional and disability-related information among employees with disabilities, and we foster professional development uh, of employees with disabilities. Our membership is, is, is truly global across CSC's footprint. Uh, we you know, include people with disabilities, those who deal with disability on a, on a personal level, such as within their own families and, and other key stakeholders in the HR and, and diversity and inclusion arenas within CSC. Uh, we're, we're open to any CSC employee in any field or location who has a passion for these issues and, and wants to basically make a difference in, in, in our company and, and, and in our world, if you will. Um, I personally, uh, again, became involved uh, with a global panel that we held last October. I was in the company a couple months and, and became aware of this great organization and featured representatives from you know, a broad geographic regions across uh, CSC. Uh, the panel that I uh, was on focused on providing global perspective on employment uh, of people with disabilities at CSC and, and some of uh, the programs available and, and, and what that looks like you know, culturally in, in various regions. I was asked to, to speak specifically uh, about the initiatives available at the corporate level, you know, from a CSC perspective, and and basically, uh, as a result of being on that panel, uh, you know, I, I, I did step forward and, and expressed an interest in becoming more more actively involved with the Abilities First Network. We we already had a, an, an executive sponsor, Jeannie Mall, who is just fantastic and wonderful, and been associated with this organization for a while, and uh, Jeannie was very receptive to allowing me to partner with her and, and uh, you know, have multiple areas of, of, of the business represented. And uh, it was just really uh, another way to demonstrate broad support at CSC for employing, you know, people with disabilities. Now, I'm excited about what we do because our, our group hosts, you know, events on a, on a quarterly basis, either, either virtually or in person, you know, to feature topics and speakers uh, important to our members. 
we, we try to take feedback on topics that they wish to hear about and uh, items of you know national significance in the disability community. So, for example, uh, during the month of May, um, you know, I was privileged to be part of a when we, we CSC partnered with the DC uh, Business Leadership Network, and we hosted their fourth annual Wounded Warrior Symposium. Uh, we were we were honored to welcome uh, Colonel Greg Gatson from Fort Belvoir, Garrison Commander. Uh, it was just a really privilege to 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 to, to meet the colonel among other notable speakers and, and, and panels who, who offered information on a, on a wide range of topics such as services and programs for women veterans, employee resource groups for employees with disabilities and veterans, and, and licensing and credentialing uh, areas. Uh, we also offered a, a panel of CSC wounded warriors, and, and we opened a session to our ERG membership for live and virtual participation. We we've also have, uh, have welcomed national speakers, uh, such as uh, the author for the American with Disabilities Act, Tony Coelho, uh, Mark Periello, the president and CEO of the American Association of People with Disabilities, uh, David Morrissey of the U.S. International Council on Disabilities, and Phil Gatone of the National Epilepsy Foundation. Uh, we've also hosted a, a session to outline our internal self-identification and, and reasonable accommodation process in a workplace. And I'm excited that we have a, a full slate of events for this year, and, and we're always looking to spread our message and, and to grow our membership. So I, I really want to shout out to, to any CSCers that might be listening today to, to join our group or to stay informed about these events and spread the word to others who may benefit. We're in the process of planning our July, July event in, in recognition of, of the anniversary of the Americans with Disability Act, and, and we'll have some details that will be becoming announced fairly soon. So a lot of energy going on, a lot of great people involved in it, and just so, so privileged to be a part of it, Joyce. Well, you know, that is so awesome what you're doing. I just want to mention one thing when you talked about the Wounded Warriors. It is shameful for veterans to come back from Iraq and Afghanistan and not be hired because they have post-traumatic stress disorder. I mean, that so many people are homeless and that every day 22 veterans commit suicide, that is just horrible. So, you know, um, I'm really glad that you did that, and of course, everything else you're doing. Tony Quello, author of the ADA, right. um, you know the people you've had on there so had are so powerful. And as you said, any CSC person listening, get involved. Get right. involved. Pay it forward. You won't be disappointed. And you know, there are many people with disabilities, hidden disabilities that you just don't know about. So, you know, if I were you, I'd get involved. Um, John, yes. how about if you share with our, although I know this, I want you to share with uh, our listeners, what drew you to be involved, and uh, then maybe you could talk about some of the other community activities that you've been involved in because of that. Sure, sure. Um, again, very, very pleased to. Um, basically, uh, I'm a father of a child with uh, multiple physical and uh, intellectual disabilities, uh, my son John, uh, who is now 15, uh, was born extremely premature, and I get to see uh, firsthand on a, on a daily basis how he has grown and, and developed, and, and I cease to, to be amazed on what he has accomplished and, and how hard he, he tries on a, on a daily basis, and, and this absolutely just inspires and motivates 
not only me but my wife also to to really get involved and and to do our best to to help individuals with disabilities to be provided opportunities and and through raising john um my wife and i have gained uh significant exposure uh into the disability community uh, my wife is is very active in 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 both volunteering and in various community organizations and, and activities and and at my son's school, and I've gotten uh, uh, the privilege to to really get involved uh, with our Northern Virginia based uh, Challenger baseball and football programs. <laughs> As I like to uh, tell my friends, I, I call this the the best hour of my week. I, I get such pleasure and, and joy of, of seeing these teenagers and young adults, you know, having fun and enjoying sports. So, you know, it's it's my son that that opened up my eyes, and it's the people that I've got to interact with, and uh, you know, that just really drives me, and uh, it makes us want to you know get involved and, and engaged and, and make things happen, Joyce. Well, you know, I always say, give me the parent of a child with a disability, and look out. You know what I mean? Um, but I know that you also think that no matter who it is. Every child, every adult should have dignity and should be viewed with dignity and respect. Um, and I'm talking about that because, you know, the stigma involved and because of, you know, people that have, you know, really uh, not a welcoming attitude. And I think that's so important, don't you? Oh, absolutely. I, I couldn't have said it better. I think... Um you know, it's important that we, we provide everyone opportunities and we treat everyone with dignity and respect. And, uh, again, I've, I've had the opportunity uh, as a result of, of, you know, raising my son to, to be, again, blessed to have exposure into the community and, and just met such wonderful, great people. And, uh, again, I just think it's our responsibility, all of our responsibilities is to help in, in any way we can. So I, I couldn't have said it better than you did, Joyce. Because I'm going to tell you a little story. There's a young man with a very, very significant disability, multiple disabilities, just as you described, and an intellectual disability, uh, inability to speak. And his family would tell me that he would meet some people and they would want to avoid him or, you know, you could just tell how they felt about their son. Mm-hmm. And then you had people that were very welcoming, but here's the thing. He knew, too. Absolutely. He knew, too. So, you know, just remember that we all know, no matter who it is, we know. You know, I'm living with epilepsy, and we all know by how people act. Um, And, you know, it's just wonderful, you know, how you are so proud, not ashamed, but proud of your son. That's how it should be with everyone. Well, absolutely. He, um, he inspires me, my wife, and, and my daughter, and uh, a lot of our family, friends, uh, again, on a daily basis. And uh, uh, I just think, again, we, we all have a responsibility to uh, always treat uh, everyone with respect. And, uh, um, again, it's, it's just a privilege to be able to be involved with the organizations that I've had the pleasure thus far of uh, engaging with. Well, you know, there are a lot of young people with disabilities and uh, families, uh, and I think you could be very helpful coming from the business world as a senior executive. Maybe you could share your perspective on what you feel companies are seeking when they do hire 
uh, new talent, especially in this next generation and the mobile, always-on work environment. And let's face it, you know, wow, things have moved 100 miles an hour since I remember when I first got in the industry. Those are the, I know this sounds archaic, that is the before email day. Who knew? So after email, you would have a million other things, smartphone, everything else, Skype. Now it's unbelievable how much is involved. So tell me, what what do you look for? Yeah, and first off, I, I certainly remember those days and, and somewhat miss those days myself. But but you're you're, you're spot on in terms of the the realities of the uh, of the world we live in today, which is very very uh, fast paced and very uh, obviously mobile and high moving. So you know, from from our perspective, uh, you know, we're we're seeking uh, individuals you know that, that are flexible, uh, dependable, certainly committed. And, and and come every day with with you know high energy levels and um, you know we want certainly our our people that we want on the team uh, to be able to act with honesty and integrity and you know can do you know the right things for our clients um, you know when I look at CSC we're we're certainly looking to deliver cutting edge solutions so we we need people who can can think creatively. Uh, you know, to generate these kind of ideas and take them from from concept to reality, and and I want to make a point here because I, I believe that that this really does line up well for people with disabilities because they are used to problem solving in daily life and being required to think outside the box. So I think this really does translate well uh, to the work environment. So those those are I think some of the the, the key. Um, tangibles that we're looking at when we're when we're making hire, hiring decisions in the, in the age that we're we're dealing with today, Joyce. Well, that's you know I always tell people it's more than just the resume. Absolutely, it, it is more than just the resume. Um, well, you are a parent of a child with a disability, and you're an advocate looking toward transition. Now, what I want to talk about here are some of the major barriers facing people with disabilities as they try to move forward, become independent, you know, overcome barriers, obstacles, you know, the stigma involved. Um, what do you think those major barriers are? Yeah, and, and I, I think you hit on a, a couple things a little bit earlier on in, in our discussion, and, and those are there, I believe there are still, you know, many attitudinal barriers that, that you know, exist around employment of people with disabilities, uh, misconceptions about limitations or what someone cannot do. And I think this can lead uh, to the bar of expectations being set um, just way too low. Um, And when we set the bar too low, uh, you know, we are the ones imposing the limits on what the person with a disability can achieve. Um, We also need to to continue to, to educate, you know, each other in the business community uh, via tools like employee resource groups that we have here at CSC and, and other companies that are, you know, engaging those kind of activities, you know, manager trainings, uh, open dialogues such, such as this one we're having today, and, and direct conversations with our, with our teams in our, in, our, in our daily work environments. As we, you know, seek to uh, align people with disabilities with competitive jobs, uh, it is important to focus on what abilities they have and what they can do well just like we do with anyone, and how that might be leveraged to meet a company's business need. 
uh, you know, at the end of the day, it really does need uh, to be a mutual benefit to be, you know, successful, allowing the person with a disability to, you know, you know to contribute and, and bring their talents to the table while fulfilling, you know, a fundamental business objective. And, and I think that's how we're ultimately going to end up, you know, leveling the playing field. So. Yeah, I agree with you. And, you know, business people listening to this show, until you have employment, you are never, ever, ever free in this country. You can't buy a car, can't go on vacation. You can't live the American dream everyone else lives until you have competitive employment because what that treasure is is freedom. And that is why when you hire someone with a disability that has been left out, pushed out, excluded, oppressed, you can't imagine how thrilled they are going to be to work. As a matter of fact, they will be a role model for your employees because, you know, when you work, any of you that work for a company, you may take it for granted, but to have a job, to have employment is a treasure. It's a treasure. And I'll tell you, John, a quick story. I have an employee that I found employment for at Highmark, and he had very significant disabilities, uh, wheelchair, difficult speaking, mm-hmm. very serious cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. And when I met him, he had on his resume, I will accept $10,000 a year because of my disability. And I said, whoever told you to put that on, take it off now. Mm-hmm. Guess what his education was? Wow. Master's degree in rehabilitative engineering from the University of Pittsburgh. But he'd take $10,000 a year because of his disability. Well, I hired him. I found him employment at Highmark um, in software development. He has been so successful. But several years ago, while he was at the doctor, his wheelchair broke. Mm-hmm. And he did not want to, want to miss work. So he called the Pittsburgh police to get an ambulance, and he went back to work on a stretcher because wow. he did not want to miss work. Wow. That's a, that's a, that's a great testimony and just a, just a perfect uh, real-life example of, of what an individual you know, can contribute. And, and, and the guidance that you've given him was, was, was fantastic because that's the right way to approach things. So. Uh, Thank you for sharing that story with me, and, and I'm sure the rest of our audience, that's, that's fantastic. And, and you know what, folks? We don't want pity. We want paychecks. You know, it's not a charity. It's a business. We know you have to be at work every day on time. We know you have to perform, but we need a chance. Without a chance, we can't show you what we can do. So we talked about the stigma. We talked about all these things. Uh, John, in your opinion, what can we do? What can we do with employers who are seeking this untapped labor pool um, and helping them dispel these misconceptions they may have? Sure, sure. Well, you know, personally, I, I believe uh, the best way to break down these barriers, raise awareness and educate is to hire someone with a disability. As you, as you bring people with disabilities into the workforce, their work speaks for itself. And, and the myths regarding, you know, low expectations and, and maybe not being able to perform the job really fall away. Uh, I think managers become more comfortable based on their own experience and, and, and direct interactions and are, are able to hire more people with disabilities to support their efforts. 
they learn what a person can bring to the job and depend on them to deliver critical work for their teams. Uh, you know, we see this firsthand, for example, with some of the work that, that we have done with, with, again, our partnership with your company, Joyce Bender Consulting, uh, some of the individuals that were originally hired, you know, as, as agents at our service desk are, are now managing operations and people, uh, directing other agents with and, and without disabilities and, and making strategic decisions and, you know, for the good of the clients that we support. So, we, you know, I think, you know, giving people an opportunity Making decisions to hire, I think, are, 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 are the best ways to, to, again, get rid of these attitudinal barriers and to, to really, you know, uh, get firsthand visibility in terms of what kind of impact individuals can make in, 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 in your business. And I, and I absolutely believe that to, to my core. Yeah, I believe that, too, because when you hire someone, you see you see what they can do, but until you do that, you will continue, you know, to have those uh, misconceptions that you have, those ideas that you have. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, here's our question from Linda in Maine, and the question is, I guess it's a comment, uh, Mr. Kavanaugh, thank you for what you're doing. When you are a parent of a child with a disability, you just hope there is light at the end of the tunnel and that they will be employed. Do you have any advice for me on how to get more exposure for your son? Um, and thank you again for what you're doing. You know, first of all, thank, thank you, thank you, Linda, for for um, listening to the to the show. And uh, I think all of you out there know what what wonderful work Joyce does day in and day out. And I, I just want to uh, again applaud everything you've done, Joyce, uh, and what you continue to do. You know, my my thoughts would be again, my my son's 15, and and uh, you know, I go to bed thinking about that every night. And um, you know, what I hope to do again on you know from my perspective is to try to create opportunities uh, in, in, in companies that I currently work with and companies that I've been in the past, and I'll comment on that in a moment. And I just think it's very important uh, that, um, you know, as parents that we stay aware of various entities and programs out there, that we, we, we stay, uh, you know, cognizant of, of how, to, how to get our, our children um, in the right circles with the right visibility and the right, you know, opportunities. Uh, again, I'm hopeful uh, that a lot of companies, they, they, a lot of companies are being progressive and doing more uh, along these fronts. I'd like to see it accelerated, but I do think that, you know, if I look back uh, even five to ten years ago, and, and Joyce, you can comment on that, I, I think we have seen progression. We'd both like to see it much more quicker and accelerated, but I think there is becoming a better understanding and, and more acceptance in, in, the, in, in industries to hire people. So I would say stay, stay aware of opportunities, stay engaged, and, and always kind of stay an advocate of, of, of your child or your loved ones would be my thoughts, Joyce. I agree with you, and just to comment on what you said, <clears throat> when I first started the company in 1995, and I would go to various events. I didn't see people receiving an award for hiring IT people or finance or legal. I saw people only receiving awards for hiring someone to work in a pizza shop or be a bagger at a grocery store, uh, these type of jobs. And there isn't anything wrong with those jobs, 
as long as there are other jobs. It would sort of be like, you know, a woman going to this event where they're honoring companies, but everyone being a waitress, you know, or working in cleaning, you know, like where are the other people? So you're right. We, we are making progress because competitive employment was rare. You know, we're starting to move forward, and I believe uh, with companies like CSC as a role model, and now with Section 503 of the Rehab Act, I really believe we're going to see a change. I believe we're going to see um, a change in the future in employment as we move forward, and that makes me so happy and so hopeful. Hey, if you just joined us, we're talking to John Cavanaugh, the Vice President of Finance at CSC, a company that has stood out as one that hires people with disabilities for one reason only, talent. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with John. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S. and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back to the show, everyone. We are talking to a great leader and friend, John Cavanaugh, Vice President of Finance at CSC, who is a champion of hope for employment for people with disabilities. And before I go further, I know we have a couple callers on the line. Mark, are you on the line? 
I am here. Hello. Hey, Mark. How are you? I am doing wonderful. How are you, Joyce? Good. Mark Perriello, uh, CEO of AAPD. And by the way, Mark, John talked about you earlier about the time that you were um, participated in speaking for his group. Right. For I the heard. Abilities First Network. Yes. Um, how are you, John? Um, I am calling in today to thank you for your leadership. Um, thank CSC for your leadership um, as a company as a whole. Um, from my perspective, you know, the employment paradigm for people with disabilities is not going to change unless we are working hand in glove with employers like CSC, and you all are among the best. And so it is an honor to work with you all. Um, and you know, I know that you all will continue to do really amazing things in the future when it comes to the employment of people with disabilities. You really are setting um, the trend for a lot of companies to follow. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much, Mark. And I just want to let you know I, I applaud what you've been doing, you know, as, as president of your organization. And, uh, um, you know, it's, uh, again, an honor for me to be on this call today. And I know I can speak for CSC. It's an honor for us to continue to drive hard in this very important area. So thank you so much for your kind words and in, 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 in calling in. You got it. Hey, Mark Periello, CEO of AAPD and a great friend, Mark. Uh, AAPD.com. I know you're having a big celebration for the uh, ADA month in July. Can you just mention that before you go? Yeah, absolutely. It is going to be a party. Um, we are having, you know, 400 of our closest friends come together for a big celebration. Um, this year it will be on July 23rd here in Washington, D.C. You can go to aapd.com to learn more about the event um, and other ways to get involved with AAPD. We would love to see you there. Well, thanks, Mark. I look forward to that, and thank you for calling in. You got it. Thank you. Have a great afternoon. Thanks, Mark. All righty. I think we have another caller on the line. Jeannie, are you there? I certainly am here. Hello, Jeannie Mall. Hey. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. So nice to hear your voice. Oh, thanks. What a pleasure. What, a, what, what an absolute honor it is to be here with you folks today. Well, it's an honor to have you call in. But as you know, our guest is John Cavanaugh, so you probably called to talk to him. <laughs> Not yeah. that you wouldn't want to talk to me. But. <laughs> well, John John says it all, and he says it so eloquently. Um, his passion for uh, these events and um, this area of hiring people with disabilities and um, the employment, even after they are employees, and our employee resource group is phenomenal, and I am a very fortunate lady to have him as a partner. Oh, uh, Jeannie, so nice of you to call in, and, and I want everyone to understand that Jeannie is the person that I, I, I look to up to. She's been doing this for, for multiple years, partnering with Joyce, getting this stuff off the ground, and just doing incredible things over the years and continuing to do just incredible things in a company. So thank you for allowing me to, to be part of uh, uh, Abilities First and, and to partner with you, and uh, we'll look forward together to doing some great things moving forward, Jeannie. Oh, I am very inspired by you and the partnership. And um, speaking of all the things we have done, John, really, Joyce Bender has been the backbone of um, this, uh, these activities for 14 years, I think we said, Joyce, or maybe longer. Um, we've known each other, and she has really taken CSC and driven CSC 
to be that uh, community sponsor as well as an employer of choice for disabilities. So I, I don't think we would be where we are today if it weren't for Joyce Bender personally. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And uh, just in my a little under a year duration in the company, I mean, Joyce, uh, you know, you've made such a big impact, and uh, uh, things that you've been involved with CSC over the over over the history is just so impressive. So uh, again, I I just want to uh, send over my appreciation and, and kudos for everything you you have done and will continue to do in this front. You bet. Well, and thank enjoy- you very much. And Jeannie, I want to say this thank you, but you know can't do it without a partner, and you have been my partner from the beginning. Jeannie, before you go, at break, we were talking about um, the Bender Leadership Academy, which, Jeannie, you have been at every one. I know you know what I'm going to say. Even with a broken leg, you've been at every single one since we started it, um, and, and John and I were talking about that, and he was talking about, you know, how impressive it was. I wanted you to talk about it for a minute, too, since you've been there from the beginning, uh, your perspective. The, I'd love to because I kind of like to brag a bit about it, but it's really yours to brag about, Joyce. I'll do it for you. Um, but our Leadership Academy, I think, is um, just industry-leading um, in this area where we um, partner with the community and the high school systems, the local school systems, and bring students into our offices at CSC and have them experience mentoring days and also uh, learning about the working world. And I like to tell the students when I talk to them that the reason we do this is we're investing in our future because they are our future. Um, and our existing employees are our future as well. And so whatever discipline their students choose in their journeys, uh, Joyce and others teach them about resumes and about um, public speaking and writing and uh, general norms in the workplace, about being on time and even early. Um, some things many of us might kind of take for granted, but not everyone really um, really internalizes them. So this becomes a, a very, very much an educational program, and we even have a, a graduation that John and others from CSC drove to Delaware, Chris Joyce and Mary and others, and Jamie uh, do that on a regular basis too, uh, commute to Delaware to be a part of this, and our uh, local politicians also uh, uh, participate and contribute, and it's a phenomenal thing. And Joyce is currently in discussions with CSC to broaden that to other states and beyond Delaware. So that, that's the real sign of success, isn't it, Joyce? Yes, it is. How about you, John? How did you like it? Oh, it was it was absolutely fantastic. I, you know, was again. I had the, the great privilege of attending, and I was just so impressed with the um, the people who went through the the program, and uh, again, the confidence that they displayed, and how excited and 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 motivated they were. I'll tell you, it just really inspired me, and. I think everyone who was there that day, whether it be a parent or a guardian or a teacher or someone, you know, from the political front, I mean, you couldn't come away from that not feeling really, really good and positive about what these individuals are going to be able to contribute in the workplace. So, again, my I applaud you, Joyce and Jeannie, and it's just a great thing, and I look forward to being back there every year. Thank you. And, Jeannie, thank you again for your leadership and friendship. You are just tremendous. 
Yeah, and let's not forget Jamie and uh, Mary and others. Oh, yeah, Jamie Watts. Jamie Watts is uh, phenomenal and organizes this. um, You know, Joyce and I aren't always so great at the details. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Jamie just really pulls it off and pulls everything together. It makes it look and feel flawless, but there's a lot of work that goes into it. So thank you, Jamie. Yeah, absolutely. Jamie, you are a superstar, and thank you so much for what you do every single day. Jamie is part of the fabric and success of Bender Consulting Services. She is, we are blessed that we were able to hire her. She is just a tremendous person, Um, the diva of Bender Consulting. (laughs) Hey, thank you so much, Jeannie, for calling in. Yep, I'm going to hang on for a while. You just keep on going. Okay. All righty. Hey, John, I think you were going to talk for a minute about uh, some of the companies you worked for mm-hmm. uh, prior to CSC because I know you led those organizations uh, to distinguished success, and I know you kept diversity and inclusion um, on one area that was important for everyone to move forward. I know you did this work with employment of people, and with veterans with disabilities. Could you talk about some of those strategies? Sure. No, absolutely, Joyce. And uh, I have been um, you know, fortunate to, to previously hold uh, senior executive level positions at both uh, Xerox Corporation most recently and prior to that with the Northrop Grumman Corporation uh, prior to coming over to CSC. Uh, similar to CSC, both companies, I believe, were very progressive and, and you know, actively committed to diversity and inclusion in, in the workplace. Um, you know, in terms of best practices, uh, I've got to tell you, I've just been so uh, uh, extremely impressed with, with what CSC's done, specifically the Partnership for Freedom with Bender Consulting that, as we've discussed on this call, has been in place since 1998, you know, really to provide real competitive employment for, you know, people with disabilities. Um, and then, as we just hit on, again, the, the, the whole Leadership Academy, I, I think that is just fantastic. Uh, the first time I've had exposure into that. And, uh, again, preparing these individuals, uh, you know, for, for the world of work, uh, I just think is fantastic. The things that uh, they're able to learn and the training they get in the program, I really think uh, provides them with such a, a fantastic, uh, you know, background and in, in be able to get a running start in their new jobs. Uh, both of the other corporations, I, I was at uh, Xerox for about three years. Um, again, a uh, very progressive uh, organization. Um, they put a lot of um, backing into diversity and inclusion. It was, it was, you know, from the top down. Ursula Burns is a CEO, a, a big advocate uh, for for trying to drive things into the workforce. Uh, so I felt I felt there um, there was similar to CSC uh, a lot of uh, advocate type groups. I did get a chance to champion a, a similar group to uh, Abilities First and. Uh, um, also, like at CSC, we, we hosted many functions, and at the end of the day, we're, we're successful in getting individuals hired. I'd like to see more hired, but we, we were making traction. Uh, at Northrop Grumman, um, again, I spent a, a number of years there. I was there almost 25 years. Um, as I moved up into the executive ranks, I was uh, able to become a, a pretty big champion 
uh, from an employee resource group perspective. Again, we had uh, groups focused on, 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 on diversity and inclusion to include individuals with disabilities. Uh, we hosted many events. We did a lot of things with Wounded Warrior. Uh, and we were very successful in getting uh, individuals, veterans that have uh, disabled veterans into the workforce, and we put a lot of uh, emphasis and in, interaction in, in into that. So, again, I've been I've been blessed to work with companies who who have really a a corporate soul, if you will, that have that have leaders that um, more than lip service are committed to this very uh, responsible area and. Uh, you know, but I'll tell you, with what we're doing here at CSC and, and some of the things that, uh, you know, Joyce, you've done with, with Jeannie and, and other, uh, some of my other colleagues here, I just really, uh, I think a lot of the best practices really are here. So I'm now kind of sharing some of the things that we're doing here with former colleagues to try to get some traction going in my former company. So uh, um, that's kind of my exposure and my experiences, Joyce. Well, you know what? One person makes a difference, John. Absolutely. One person makes a difference. Speaking of that, I have a little story. <clears throat> Over, I guess it's almost two years now, boy, time goes fast, but I was at a vendor advisory board dinner, and Paul Soleil came for our company. He, he came to the dinner. So after that dinner, you know, maybe it was a month later or so, he called me and he said, you know, I never realized how people with disabilities were so left out. And, you know, I really want to do something about that. And Paul is the CFO at CSC um, and also has been a champion uh, for us. So I just want to mention that, you know, that he did that right from the beginning. Well, absolutely. Paul's a great guy. Uh, I work for Paul and... uh, I know he is a big, big champion in terms of what we're trying to do here at CSC and, and a very big champion of you, Joyce, and, and Bender Consulting and, and the contributions and the impact that you've made. Well, <clears throat> feelings mutual about all of you. So, so, John, if there was one thing you would like to see accomplished uh, in this area of disability employment or civil rights, if it would be possible, what would that be? Yeah, and... You know, when I think about this, actually, uh, a couple things really kind of come to mind. I, I think first off, I would, I would like to see you know greater access, resources, and focus on accommodations and training. I think that would be very beneficial. I think uh, in mandating requirements, which which you know force accommodations to be part of a more of a universal workplace design, I think would benefit not only individuals with disabilities, uh, but all workers. And I think also further incentives and in, in requirements for job training, I think, would be very, very helpful. Uh, additionally, I personally would like to see further mandated requirements being placed on all, on all government contracts, requiring them to have even increased dollarized participation requirements for employing individuals with disabilities on, on all new contracts awarded. Uh, I believe this change would, would you know, increasingly motivate industry and, and, and really do a lot to, to help accelerate you know, hiring activities and, and getting talent in the workplace. So those are a couple things that, uh, you know, if I were king for the day, that I would, I would like to see further, further uh, traction on. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Oh, those things would be so great, let me tell you. Well, 
the next question, uh, you know, we ask the next two questions to every person that has ever been on this show over the past 13 years. <clears throat> and it seems like the next one is always the hardest. But the question is, uh, John, you've done so much in your life already, and you've accomplished so many things in your career, but what would you say is your greatest accomplishment? Yeah, I think this is both a, a difficult question and also an easy question for me to answer. I, I'm certainly, you know, very proud of of, of many accomplishments I've been I've been fortunate to to achieve in my life. But I'd say thus far, you know, uh, I'm most proud of of my two beautiful children who who I absolutely love and adore. You know, they inspire me and and, and motivate me to help uh, and and try to make you know whatever difference I can. You know, for 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 my company here and in, in, in the world, I think I think moving forward, right? I would like, you know, when I'm talking to you in another ten years, I'd like to say my greatest accomplishment was that I was able to to really pay it back, right? And and help individuals with disabilities gain employment and make just a positive impact in their lives and in the corporations that I've been involved in. So that's what I'd like to, you know, leave behind. You know what? I knew you were going to say this about your family. It's always amazing the people on the show where you just know. You just know where they're going to go. And, uh, John, you are already paying it forward because let me just tell you, even one person, one, getting a job is paying it forward because you know that <clears throat> class you went to, Bender Leadership Academy, sadly, uh, over the years, you know, kids with disabilities are brutally bullied. Yeah. And um, I sadly have lost uh, one of these people to suicide as a result of bullying. Yeah. That's why I always tell people, if you're excluded through school and no one wants you, and then you go to get a job and no one wants you, you know, who's the bully there so, if you're qualified? So... You never know the impact you're making and the hope that you're providing just by giving someone a chance to work. Yeah, I, I, I fully agree. And, you know, the whole, the whole um, topic of, of, of bullying, obviously, is, you know, we talk a lot about at home uh, with our children and, and um, a lot of activities going on in schools around that. And, and you know, that needs to be done away with. So... Uh, I think your points are, are, are spot on, and uh, again, I just think we, we all have a responsibility at the end of the day to, to try to do everything we can to provide opportunities for individuals. Well, by the way, before we go, uh, and before we close the show, before we go to the next question, I know there are a lot of young people with disabilities listening to this show who are bullied nonstop. Do, do you have any words of encouragement for them? Uh, my words of encouragement would be that, uh, you know, stay strong. Um, let people know if people are, in fact, uh, doing actions to you, such as bullying. Um, you know, I think in, in many respects, there's still a lot of ignorance in this world, uh, especially as it comes to individuals with disabilities. I think things are improving and will get better as we continue to have the conversations and the dialogue and, 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 and people start to get more exposure uh, moving forward. But I would say, you know, let people know uh, you're loved, 
Uh, people want to help you. There's a lot more people that care about you than, than, than some of the nonsense bullying stuff going on would, would be my, my, my thoughts, Joyce. Well, good advice. Hey, John, what, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? Yeah, I, I would I would say the takeaway is, you know, I, I really would, would encourage you to, to engage with the disability community, uh, either in a, in a personal or, 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 or professional capacity, and, and doing so can, it can really open up, you know, people's eyes to the abilities and talents of people with disabilities and redefine uh, expectations. I, I also strongly encourage, uh, again, hiring people with disabilities since this is where really rubber hits the road. And, and you know, to my colleagues out there in, in the business community, you know, I would say the, the most powerful action you can take, again, is to hire. Uh, I think the impact on, on the culture of your organization and, and the work products of, of your teams, uh, you know, can be really profound. Uh, I would encourage you to lead by example. You know, take a stand on ensuring that people with disabilities have access to all meaningful aspects of, of life, uh, including our, our American workforce. So, again, get involved, get engaged, and, and make a difference in your environment. That would be, that'd be my, 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 my thoughts that I'd like to leave listeners with today, Joyce. Well, what good advice. What great advice. Well, first of all, John, thank you for taking time to uh, spend the day with us on the show. Um, so valuable. And by the way, everyone, you can download this show on iTunes or to your iPod uh, to share with others. Uh, but thank you so much, and thank you also, John, uh, for your leadership at CSC. Uh, well, thank, thank you, Joyce, again, for allowing me to, to spend some time with you and your audience today. And, and again, just on a personal note, thank you so much for all the great things that you've continued to do. So uh, really, really good talking with you today. Well, we end, thank you. We end every show with a quote from someone that has impacted so many of us. And boy, this is one of my favorite quotes. I'm sure many of you have heard this, but it just fits so much what we have talked about today. And that quote is, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, concerned citizens can change the world. Indeed. It is the only thing that ever has, said Margaret Mead. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Hey, everyone, talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. staff and management.